So the big question is this. How can runners like you, who aren't professional athletes or paid sponsored runners, avoid injury and increase athletic performance to enjoy running race events for the rest of your life without wasting money on trends or using dangerous painkiller drugs? That is the question. And on hashtag Run Pain Free Podcast, your host, Jessica Marie Rose Leggio, gives you the answers. Hello everyone and it is your girl coach Jessica from the Run Pain Free Academy and you are listening to the Run Pain Free podcast brought to you by the Run Pain Free Academy. Make sure you are following us at Run Pain Free underscore Academy on Instagram and also at Run Pain Free also on Instagram and go on over to Run Pain Free Academy right now and get started on learning how to run pain free immediately. Let's get to it. Today we're talking about something that is all too common and all too annoying that it's this common. And it's the IT band syndrome. The infamous ITBS, the ITB, um, all these things that have been talked about for way too long and given way too much airtime, in my opinion. First off, let's talk about what the IT band is because that just never gets old for me. Uh, The IT band is a part of fascia. We have fascia all over our bodies. It keeps our bodies together, literally. So the IT band is the thickest part of that fascia and it runs from the bone that sticks out below your knee, below your knee, let me say it again because you all think it stops at above your knee, it doesn't. It's below your knee in the outer part of your lower leg. There's a bone that sticks out right there. That's where the IT band is. It inserts into there, which means it comes up past your knee, all the way up the outside of your thighs, gets really, really thick over the hips and then covers 80% of your butt, each butt cheek, and then across your lumbar across your T-spine and attaches on your opposite shoulder. So you have a big old X of fascia going across your back in the mid part of your back where all that movement, torque, abs, and power is, by the way. So every time you move your left shoulder forward, you actually pull on your right knee. Every time you move your right shoulder forward, you pull on your left knee. And as a runner, where is your right knee when your shoulder comes forward? it's up, it's bent, it's up in front of you. So you're literally pulling it to its extreme tautness across your leg, across your hip, and across your spine, and then asking all the muscles underneath it to endure um, endurance, pumping, movement, agility, a whole bunch of stuff going on, not to mention flexibility. So guess what can't happen if you have any one knot at any point on that entire strip. And I want you to consistently remember where this line and pattern of the IT band actually is. Go draw the line because physical touch makes a difference. Draw the line from that bone outside your leg, outside your knee, all the way up across your butt, across your low back and over to your shoulders. That entire line is the IT band. So if you have one knot in that thing, something is not going to work, right? Something's getting pulled on and you have hundreds of knots. You think you're just rolling your your IT band from the outer hip to your outer knee and you're doing something, no. The sad thing is half you don't even do that and still complain. So here's the deal. The long and short of it is there's no such thing as IT band syndrome. Well, Jessica, I see it online all the time and my doctor said I have it. Here's the first part, problem with that. Doctors do amazing things. Mobility ain't one of them, okay? 
uh, and online, stop it. Okay. The online can sell water to a well. Stop it. We're here to get to the real bottom of things. And that's why you're listening to the podcast. So syndrome is code for, I have no idea how to fix you. And I also refuse to refer you to someone who does. That's what syndrome and itis actually mean, guys. Chronic pain, itis, syndrome, it's what they all mean. It's because it's an actual limit that doctors have and it's mobility is a limit. They do amazing things with surgery and, and organs, just great things, but mobility isn't one of them. Biomechanics indefinitely is not one of them. And I've spent my entire life studying this because A, no one ever helped me, and B, it's my nature, I have a keen eye for it, and I've really been studying body movement since I'm actually three years old, and I'm really not lying about that. So, now we get to the point of, well, well what, what does it mean, like, that I, ha- that, that, that I have it, though? I have it, because someone told me I have it. Well, you definitely have a taut, not a tight, a taut, restrictive IT band. And I want to be clear on tissue is tension and muscle is tightness. You have to press out tension. You have to stretch out tightness. So a lot of the times you guys get really confused and think that you can actually stretch out your IT band. And whenever I hear a health, a physical health professional talking about stretching IT bands, I I literally roll my eyes and choke on them behind my throat because there, there, there's no, there's no way possible that can even happen. Not only can that not happen, but somebody with the restrictive tissue who stretches has more of an ability and is setting that person's body up for strain at the muscle level. So you don't even want to stretch if you have a restrictive tissue um, thing going on. So you really need to understand that there's a level, okay? It's tissue first, joint second, and muscle is last. You have to address the tissue because tissue dictates joint mobility. Joint mobility sends signals for muscles to fire, and then the muscles firing support the force back to the joint so it can endure force. Okay, that's biomechanics. There's a lot of things going on and things that need to go on for other things to happen and everybody has to shake hands, okay? So if you have um, a restrictive IT band, you have a limited range of motion. You may feel like you're tight, but that's really not tightness, it's restriction. Here's a way to test that. Uh, Go ahead and stretch whatever area of your body you think you have tightness. Stretch it. Um, you know, five or 10 minutes and then walk around and feel it. Tell me if you feel any looser, you have range of motion, then go and foam roll five or 10 minutes and then do the same thing and tell me which one made you feel more limber. That's a quick indicator of whether you're restricted or tight. A lot of people really think that their hamstrings are tight and all your hamstrings are in dysfunction. Go on over to the hamstring podcast right now and learn about that because it might save your life for real. It's definitely going to save you from a strain because it's very heavily accompanied with the IT band and ITBS, if you will. So you don't want to have anything that's going to basically be your chronic issue forever, which is what syndrome basically means. I wish somebody would tell me I'm going to have a syndrome for some long period of time. You see what I do. Um, So when we're talking about it, we have to really differentiate between what's stretching and what's restrictive. 
So someone who's got restriction issues, when they foam roll, they will get range of motion. They'll have more movement. When someone has restrictive issues and stretches, they won't have any more range of motion. It won't have made any difference because again, the tissue is hovering most tautly over the joints. It's more, it's, it's, there's insertions, there's a thickness. I have the top 10 most common running injuries masterclass on the Run Pain Free Academy. And I actually have the bodies exhibit um, physically showing the actual IT bands insertion on the outer part of the lower knee where I just talked about. And when I show that to people, they're like, oh, like now I get it. Because visuals help and visuals really matter. And you can see physically how taut it is on that bone, on your fibula. So it's really restrictive. And you you have to also understand that a lot of you guys like to curse out your bodies when it's not doing what you want it to do because that's just you being selfish with your body. When instead not realizing that the IT band is actually protecting you from breaking, the sidebar, your body knows what you can and can't do. Your mind is a whole different animal. So what your mind thinks is going on and what's actually going on are two totally different things. So now is the time with the Run Pain-Free podcast, the Run Pain-Free Academy, Run Pain-Free events that you should really start to take attention to what your body is saying to you with all of these podcasts we're putting out and every all, all the information that we put out. It's really to teach you what's going on with your body. And the moment you start doing that is the moment you start like shutting up your mind and being like, okay, body, I'm listening to you. I respect you. And things will change at that point. This is one of them. So when the IT band starts screaming, it's really, it's literally saying your hip cannot endure this. So I'm going to lock you up at your knee because that's where I can lock you up. I can give you sharp stabbing pains. I can give you zingers. I can make you feel pressure around your knee. I can make you feel like there's a rubber band around your knee. It make you sound familiar. Those are all signs of IT band restriction. Sharp stabbing pains, uh, zingers, pressure, something like squeezing your kneecap. That's all IT band, guys. And it's not, it's an, it's base, it's literally restricting your knee from hinging. And if you, listen to any of the other podcasts, I would love for you to go back and listen to like the ankle pain podcast. Um, because, and the IT band you've been lied to also, because it, it's actually the root of all of your injuries. And this is where it starts. The quickest way it can get your attention is by pulling on your knee. It's the fastest way. So knee pain is the first indicator that there's a hip issue. However, a lot of you bypass all of this knee stuff and don't even start realizing anything until it's in your foot, which at that point you've missed shin splints, you've missed tight calves, you've missed Achilles issues, and now you've got plantar fasciitis. All of those things happen, including sharp stabbing IT band pains at your knee before PF finally stops you. But all of this was preventative if you would have just listened to your IT band you know, moons ago when it started to stab at your knee. So a lot of you guys goes and go and grab um, the IT band, uh, little bands that wrap around your knee. You better burn that right now. Don't listen to my podcast and wear anything like that. Just don't do it. Okay. By doing that, it's basically as if I, me, Jessica came over to where you are and put my fingers around your knee and said, okay, let's go for a run. And I literally sat there underneath your kneecap and squeezed it. That's literally what that's doing. Guess who's not doing that forever? Me. So 
I'm, you can't ex- unless you're planning on wearing that band every day for the rest of your life and that's how you want to live by all means go have have at it but I don't think that's what you're doing I know for a fact it's not what you're doing and I know it's not what you want to do so stop band-aiding it it's literally and legitimately a band-aid stop band-aiding it and start addressing it and the first and easiest way to do that is start foam rolling I don't know why you want to consider yourself a runner and not foam roll. Consider yourself an athlete and not foam roll. It's literally preventative care and it's also prepping care. The quickest way to get injured is not to foam roll and the quickest way to prevent an injury is to foam roll. It's literally a no-brainer. So the reason why IT band syndrome is not only one of the top money makers for like uh, the medical profession, unfortunately, Um, It's because it is the root to all biomechanics dysfunction or function. So what that means is specifically sport biomechanics. Because again, biomechanics is the study of human movement and sport biomechanics is how we see how the body is moving and how it gets injured and how we can prevent injury, literally. So we, when we, the IT band's root is the root to every injury because it literally dictates our body right to left. And that's basic walking, that's basic human function. So, and what is running? It's fast walking for hours and hours and hours and hours. Like, yeah, you're gonna feel some stuff. Your body's gonna get a little upset. Your body is gonna go a little haywire. Of course it is. Excuse me. So you really, you don't really realize how much it's, it's involving your shoulders, shoulder pain, tension headaches, upper upper back pain um losing runner torque power in your abs the inability to twist and run using using your torque power to twist right to left specifically going up hills if you're losing power going up a hill you have no runner torque you have no runner torque because the it band is literally pulling from one shoulder to the opposite hip and restricting the ability for you to twist so now all these muscles your ql your erector spinae muscles your transverse ab muscles, your rectum mouth, all of these muscles cannot fire. And so all that is happening and then your hip is restrictive and it's disallowing full hip rotation, full hip function, and then the muscles around it and that transfers down to the knee. And so what do you do? You shorten your stride, you start to limp run because you're probably a toe striker anyway, which is not how you should be running. You're probably toe striking and if you're not toe striking you're shortening your stride and you're hitting one midfoot and one toe strike or two mid feet and you're now jacking up your hamstrings you're jacking up your knee you're banging you're literally impacting your shin every time and there's a plethora of injuries that come from this you could get shin splints which is on and off which we all know about and that's because the insertion of the it band is right outside the knee and if the knee is being restricted from actually hinging it can't send the signal to the muscle of the calf to flex and extend in this motion if the calf doesn't flex and extend the calf's default muscle is the anterior tibialis that is outside your shin that is shin splints okay so that's anterior shin splints by the way because there's different kinds that's anterior shin splints. So the shin splints never are consistent. They're on and off. They keep going back to the calf saying, hey, can you do your job? And the calf's like, no, he didn't foam roll. So I have to protect this dude's knees and hips because he's about to break them. So I'm not going to, I can't let up on you. You got to figure it out, shin. <clears throat> and so 
the anterior tibialis is like, okay, Achilles, can you come on? Because I cannot, I'm just, I'm tired. I'm, I'm rock hard, I'm super tight and I can't do it. And the calf is super locked up. And the Achilles is like, I got it. So now your entire run settles into your Achilles, which happens to be the least, has the least amount of blood supply out of all tendons in the body, which already means it's a deficit for injury. It's vulnerable for injury because it doesn't have enough blood flow to be pounding your run for however many hours you decide to run that day. And so that pulls and pulls and pulls on its insertion, which is behind the heel. And now you have sharp heel pain and there goes plantar fasciitis. And now you finally stop, hopefully. So that's those, that's how the IT band is literally the root for all of those guys. Now, if you're smart and you start to catch it at this point, you can actually prevent what I'm about to say, but too many of you don't, and what do you all do? You go and get a stability sneaker, you go and get shots, you get these stupid ass socks and these braces and lock your whole foot up, which means you lock your hip up, which really is the problem to begin with. And all the, the dysfunction at your hip was transferring down to your knee, down to your shin, calves, Achilles, and into your foot to say, please, please address me. I'm in pain. I need you to fix me. You're not listening. I'm screaming at you. And what do you do? You literally smother it up, put duct tape on its mouth and say, shut up body. We're going to do this run right now. And you're going to like it. That's literally what you just did. So guess what? Now, now you have a stability sneaker locking up your gait, making your stride even shorter jacking up your hamstring even more. So now you start to get hamstring pain because now we're gonna go back up the leg. So if you haven't strained your calf at this point, now you're gonna, it, you probably were starting to. If you caught it, great. If you don't catch it, now we're into hamstrings. You're gonna get a hamstring strain, which means your calf is a problem and you definitely have calf pain that you're ignoring. Once you have cat, hamstring strains, this is when it differs between male and female. Males are gonna get a hamstring strain in the meat of their hamstring for the majority, because women can get it there too, but the majority, and most women will get it up underneath their butt. There's a, this is where things start to differ. For a guy, a hamstring strain at the meat will result in torn hip labrums. Why? Because the meat is bulking up in the center of the hamstring and 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 that's where it strains so it's too bulky and strained at the same spot and it pulls and it disallows the hip to rotate properly and the inside of that hip joint starts to get tears in it for a female because the strains happen up way up top and we're building muscle in the meat in the back of the thigh they're in two different spaces so that changes what we feel and now we would get groin strains pelvis stress fractures, QL pains, maybe even hip flexor stuff, which really means the deeper muscle for us females, which is for, for us humans, but for us females, the deeper muscles get hurt like the psoas, okay? And they show up superficially like your, your, your tight um, hip flexors or groin pain or groin strains or even a pelvic stress fracture. And worst case, you would get a hip stress fracture. So this is how it goes all the way down and back up, all because you ignored your IT band and was told you have a quote syndrome. So like that basically means get ready for the ride of every injury I just said. And I just gave you the major ones. I didn't give you a whole bunch of other ones like 
shoulder issues and upper back issues and low back pain and sacrum issues and SI joints because that's when you're going into sciatica and like the reason why those are I consider those larger is because when you're messing with with your back and your actual SI joints that's a whole different ball game um, and I'm quite aggressive when someone comes to me with those types of things because you really can't mess around with hips and backs. It's just, it's just too serious. It is just too involved. There's a ton of muscles. There's a ton of nerves going on in and out of that. And it's really, really important that that is taken care of, um, with high caution and aggressiveness. That's just how I treat that. So this is why it band syndrome is literally a moneymaker, literally. And the amount of stuff you can get online for IT band syndrome to keep you in IT band syndrome is off the charts. It's second to plantar fasciitis, which the two are the same, like literally the same. The reason you would even have plantar fasciitis is because of your IT band, literally. It's got nothing to do with your foot. Go on over to the Run Pain Free Academy, runpainfreeacademy.com and get into the masterclass of the plantar fasciitis masterclass so you can actually understand what I'm talking about. It has nothing to do with your foot. It has everything to do with your IT band and your hip dysfunction. And your IT band is holding your hips there, which then dictates everything out, everything up. And your feet express your hips. So if your feet are in pain, that's because your hip is in pain, but you haven't felt it there yet. You don't want to feel hip pain. You want to feel hip pain in your feet, but you guys want to grab everything out there to shut your body up, but yet you want to run. It just doesn't make any sense. Like if you want to be a runner, you have to, you have to also take on the label of athlete. You have to. It just doesn't make sense why you would want to run for hours on end and not think of yourself as an athlete. The moment you take that mindset from runner to athlete, your entire outlook and running approach changes. It just does. And we at Run Pain Free, we treat our runners like professional athletes. That's what we do. What we do was made for professional sports. We choose to work with local athletes because you guys don't have this information and you guys don't know how to treat your bodies in a way where you don't get injured. And then you make up the majority of the billion dollar industry of running injuries and health and, and um, the, the health and fitness industry that's like booming, let alone the sneaker industry that is booming because people get injured and they don't have the right tools to like not get injured. But the Run Pain Free Academy gives you those tools. And so these podcasts are for you to listen to again and again and again so you can literally figure out when it happened to you, where it is on you and how to fix it and then share it with your runner friends and your other friends because everybody has pain that can learn from all these things, literally. Because again, running is only fast walking with extreme at velocity. I say it on pretty much every podcast, every event. That's what it is. If you fix yourself as a runner, we're making you an optimal human being. So you can help anybody with this information, but it's very runner focused because that's what we do here at Run Pain Free Academy. So that's very important. Why does it keep happening then, Jessica, if it's not real? Well, it keeps happening because you keep grabbing outside stuff to deal with your body when you need to deal with your body. Deal with your body. Stop grabbing all this extra stuff. What are you putting on all these big cinder block sneakers for? Who the hell said that was going to help? Why would you think that's going to help if you're a runner that needs to move their feet and the sneaker itself doesn't allow foot movement? Where are you going? And why do you think that that wouldn't hurt? Cushion is just a frigging illusion. Cushion is just an illusion to how your body's actually hitting the ground. Orthotics, sure win to injury, sure win to injury. I read them out of every sneaker I get. I won't work with anybody who has them. 
figure it out. I'm not doing it. Why? Because when I correct your hips, I'm going to shift how you walk. And those orthotics are keeping you in a dysfunctional place that are making you injured, that are keeping you in pain. Why on earth would you want to keep your foot hitting the ground improperly by if that's what's giving you pain? It doesn't make sense. The orthotic makes it says, okay, that's the way your foot is hitting the ground. So I'm going to conform to how your foot is hitting the ground and make the bottom of your shoe conform to that placement so it's not no it's not anymore quote off end quote and your body will stay like that no matter where you're going no matter where you're walking no matter where you're running so now you're just in constant pain because you're not hitting the ground right when I pull all that stuff out and free your feet up guess what I free up your hips so now your hips have to work and oh wow you have to actually fix something it's called effort it's called effort And it's time you put it into your body because you want it to run for hours on end across the country. If you're an international runner, you want to fly and run. Like you got to start treating your body better. And the IT band is really doing its best to protect you when it screams at you, when it gives you zingers, when it gives you pain, when it's pulling on your hip and pulling on your knee and you feel like you have like your knee pulling outward. That's because your knee is, your, your IT band is telling you, I'm going to stop you here because the knee is the most vulnerable spot the middle part of the leg so it's at the most vulnerable spot to get injured but there's nothing wrong with the knee but if you don't listen to me I'm gonna break your knee something I'm gonna break that's what's gonna happen it's the quickest way to get you to stop but a lot of you don't listen and you grab bands and you grab braces and you get cortisone shots and you get cocktail shots and then you get boots and then you get stability sneakers and then you get shots in your feet and then you get uh, stupid socks for your feet. Those stupid. Then you get the compression sleeves and you get all this stuff just because you don't want to deal with your body. Then stop running. How about that? How about that? Oh, I hit a nerve. You might not like to hear that, but that's the truth of it. You have to do the work so you can stop feeling this pain because that's the difference between an injured runner and an athlete is how you treat your body. IT band syndrome is very curable. It's very fixable. It's beyond correctable. All you have to do is first start foam rolling, foam roll properly, definitely get into the Run Pain Free Academy and learn how to address it because all it's telling you is something on you in a joint level is not functioning properly. So please address me and I'll let you run forever. I'll let you run for life, but you have to treat me properly because you've exceeded what I've allowed you to do without prepping me. That's what your body is doing. It's like, yeah, I'm gonna let you have fun, but there's a limit I have that you're, I'm not gonna let you go beyond this limit unless you actually treat me properly and prep this body to do these long runs, to do all of these races, to race every weekend, to do the 10Ks and the half marathons and the full marathons and the heat and in the cold. You have to treat your body better and this will go away. It's really the easiest thing to get rid of, but it's the quickest way to real injuries. Your body always gives you these red flags. Whether you choose to grab it and listen and shut up for a second is your decision. But that's the difference between an injured runner and an athlete, literally. So how you want to fix it is definitely get to foam rolling. Runpainfreeacademy.com. We have full videos on how to foam roll. Uh, Make sure you're foam rolling properly. The solid black foam roller is our go-to. It's been our go-to for years, for over 15 years. Um, 
and it's you don't want the hollow ones hollow ones have no give in them they give an illusion with all the knots on them it's like oh they're they're trigger points no they actually hide your real trigger points so don't use those rollers those are all marketing remember your girl here has an entertainment marketing business degree so i am built and trained to read through bs those are BS. They're not doing much. It's all marketing. So I need you to go get a solid foam black foam roller. It should be hard, but that's still as a foam roller, it gives. There's give in there, even though it's hard. So you want to get that guy, get some golf balls going, get some lacrosse balls going, learn how to foam roll, get into the Run Pain Free Academy, of course, like I said, to get to those foam roll videos. Definitely listen to the other podcasts about the IT band ankle pain, hamstring, all those guys are going to really start to teach you how to address and release and understand what's actually going on. Because once you foam roll, you're going to actually feel where your body is not happy. That's what foam rolling really does on the sly end. You all want to be, I don't want to foam roll. I just foam roll right here. You can't just foam roll one part, by the way. You have to foam roll everything. Whatever you don't foam roll is going to get 10 times worse. So you have to foam roll everything. You just don't foam roll over joints, okay? Everything needs to be foam rolled. You have to foam roll your IT band, your quads, your hamstrings, your calves, your inner thighs, your hip flexors, your entire back from the base of your neck down to your low back, both flanks of your back, which are the sides of your back, and then definitely your booty. Spend time on the booty. You got to roll all that. It's a lot of lumps in there. It should feel like lumpy mashed potatoes. That's what all that needs to be rolled out and it needs to be released. That's blood flow and tension that needs to be released to get all of your joints moving properly, released from tension and strain so we can actually show you where it can and can't work. So really get to foam rolling. That is the gateway to realizing why this IT band has been deemed a syndrome and what is really going on that it's been persistent so you can actually start addressing it. So I hope that gave you some insight to what the IT band syndrome is, why it's really nothing but a moneymaker and that you have every bit of ability to correct it. Have an awesome day and a dope run. You're listening to the Run Pain-Free Podcast, brought to you by the Run Pain-Free Academy, featuring biomechanics, athletic injury correction, and conditioning expert, Jessica Marie Rose Leggio. Subscribe to us as you leave a positive review on iTunes.